For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, The Book of Hebrews, Yeshua, Our Melchizedek Priest. This is part five of the series. In this teaching, we are making five major points. And the first is the central message of the book of Hebrews is highlighting that Yeshua is our Melchizedek priest. In going through the book of Hebrews, the book of Hebrews is going to make the following points. The second being it enumerates what makes Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood unique. And then what we're presently doing and what we're presently covering is from the book of Hebrews, the things that it states and says regarding what does Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood do or how does it benefit the individual believer in Yeshua as the Messiah. And points four and five, which we're going to show you and explain from the points made in the book of Hebrews that through Yeshua's obedience to do the will of his father and from his sufferings, he was brought to a place of spiritual maturity in his earthly ministry. And then point number five is through Yeshua's Melchizedek ministry that the individual believer in Yeshua as Messiah can be brought to a place of being regarded in the kingdom of God as being spiritually mature. And this can only be brought about through the new covenant, through the Torah being written upon our heart, through the indwelling Holy Spirit, when we yield to the Holy Spirit, and when we're led by the Holy Spirit, and when we walk in the Holy Spirit, and in doing so, we crucify our flesh, and we don't live our lives according to the wisdom and understanding of the human wisdom of this world or our carnal minds, and that the Levitical priesthood, which came into being after the children of Israel committed the sin of the golden calf, that that Levitical priesthood wasn't able to bring the children of Israel to a place of spiritual maturity in the kingdom of God, but being brought to spiritual maturity as a body of believers in Yeshua can only come about through his new covenant Melchizedek priestly ministry. So let's continue in looking at those things that Yeshua's Melchizedek priest 
priesthood, what it does and how it benefits the individual believer in Yeshua as the Messiah. So in 1 Timothy, in chapter 2, verse 5, we see that Yeshua in his Melchizedek priestly ministry is our mediator between God and us. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Messiah, Yeshua. We can see how Yeshua is our mediator. Hebrews in chapter 9 verse 15 as it is written, For this cause he is the mediator of the New Testament that by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 24. And to Yeshua the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. Yeshua in his New Testament Melchizedek priesthood ministry has power to forgive our sins. Matthew chapter 9 verse 2 and verse 6. And behold they brought to him a man sick of the palsy lying on a bed and Yeshua seeing their faith said unto the sick of the palsy son be of good cheer your sins be forgiven you but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then said he to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up your bed, and go unto your house. The blood of Yeshua reconciles us to God the Father. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20 it is written, And having made peace through his blood of the cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be in earth or things in heaven. Yeshua is the high priest of the heavenly tabernacle, of the heavenly sanctuary. We see this from Hebrews chapter 8 verses 1 and 2. Now of the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. We have such a high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord made, the Lord pitched, and not man. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 22 it is written, But you've come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. The rabbis teach that there's not only an earthly Jerusalem, but there's a heavenly Jerusalem as well. In the Art Scroll of Genesis, volume 1, page 380, it says, The sages speak of a holy temple on high that will descend to earth. The third temple, only a physical representation of the ultimate world of the Spirit because there is a Jerusalem on high. We are told in Hebrews chapter 8 verse 5 that the tabernacle that the children of Israel built through the instruction of Moses in the wilderness is a blueprint or pattern after the heavenly tabernacle. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 5 it is written, who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things. As Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle. For see, says he, that you make all things according to the pattern shown to you in the mouth. It is the blood of Yeshua that provides us with eternal redemption. Hebrews chapter 9 verses 11 and 12. But Messiah being 
become a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle. The heavenly tabernacle is a greater and more perfect tabernacle than the earthly tabernacle that the children of Israel made and built and lived in in the wilderness. That the heavenly greater and more perfect tabernacle is not made with human hands. That is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood, he ministers in and over the heavenly tabernacle. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 24. For Messiah is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are a blueprint of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. As the Father's Melchizedek priest of the heavenly tabernacle, Yeshua died once for sinners. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 25 and verse 28. Nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest entered into the holy place every year with the blood of others. So here we're doing a comparison and contrast to the Levitical priesthood versus Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood. The high priest of the Levitical priesthood, every year on Yom Kippur, he went in and he ministered in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 28, but Messiah was once offered to bear the sins of many. That is when he died on the tree. He shed his blood and when we repent of our sins and receive his shed blood for the forgiveness of our sins, when we confess him as Savior and Lord of our lives, when we believe that he's been raised from the dead, we are saved. And so Messiah died so that we can have that forgiveness of sins. Titus chapter 2, verse 2 and verse 14. Looking for that blessed hope in the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Yeshua Messiah, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all sin, from all iniquity, and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. The blood of bulls and goats that was a part of the Levitical priesthood cannot take away our sin. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 4, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away our sins. What they did is they made a covering of our sins, but the blood of bulls and goats never took away our sins. And we're told in Leviticus chapter 16 verse 27 that the bodies of the animals were placed outside of the camp as it is written. And the bullock for the sin offering and the goat for the sin offering whose blood was brought in to make atonement in the holy place shall one carry forth without the camp or outside the camp and they shall burn in the fire their skins and their flesh and their dung. We are told in Hebrews chapter 13 verses 
11 and 12 that Yeshua, when he died on the tree, that he was slain outside of the camp, outside of the walls of the city of Jerusalem. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned without the camp. So we saw that in Leviticus chapter 16 verse 27. Wherefore Yeshua also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, not with the blood of bulls and goats, he suffered without the gate. And so let's summarize what we've covered in this section of the teaching regarding what does Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood do for the believer or what benefits does it give to the believer in Yeshua as the Messiah in the new or the renewed covenant. Number one, Yeshua's shed blood makes reconciliation between God the Father and us. Number two, Yeshua's shed blood takes away our sin. It doesn't cover our sin. And then number three, Yeshua is our mediator between God the Father and man, given that we have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and from our sins we deserve death. Number four, Yeshua provides for us spiritual rest and brings us to our spiritual promised land, which is associated with dedicating our lives to do the will of God in our lives. It's associated with believing the promises that God has made to us that are for us. Number five, Yeshua brings us to Mount Zion. Number six, Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood came by an oath of the Father, as we could see in Psalm 110, and an oath is a guarantee of the promises that are made when a covenant is made. Number seven, Yeshua's renewed covenant contains and is better than the original covenant that was given at Mount Sinai. And how the renewed covenant is better than the original covenant that was given at Mount Sinai is the Torah at Mount Sinai, the Torah was written upon hearts of stone and therefore couldn't overcome the sin nature. And in the renewed covenant, Yeshua's Torah is written upon our hearts by the Holy Spirit and it's written upon hearts of flesh rather than hearts of stone. Number eight, Yeshua's renewed covenant contains better promises than the original covenant at Mount Sinai. Number nine, Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood provides and gives us eternal salvation. Number ten, Yeshua's renewed covenant writes the Torah on our hearts through the help and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit who lead, guides, direct us as we live our lives and we are to endeavor to be led by the Spirit and to walk by the Holy Spirit. Number eleven, Yeshua intercedes for us to the Heavenly Father. Number 12, Yeshua is the high priest of the heavenly tabernacle and sanctuary. And so we have a couple more points that we are going to make regarding what Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood does for the believer. And we are going to enumerate some of these additional points at this time. To begin with, 
believers in Yeshua can obtain grace by coming to his throne. Hebrews chapter 4 verses 14 through 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed in the heavens, Yeshua the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Therefore, let us come boldly into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Believers in Yeshua can come before him, can come before his throne with pure hearts. And this is explained to us in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 through 22, as it is written. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiness only through and on behalf of the blood of Yeshua, not in our own merit, by a new and living way which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near to Yeshua, to find help and grace in a time of need. Let us draw near because of his shed blood with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Yeshua in his Melchizedek priesthood ministry, he hears our prayers. In 1 John chapter 5, verses 13 through 15, it is written, These things have I written you that believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, what is his will? His will is his Torah and his commandments, which he's given to us that we should obey them. And his will is his promises that he's made to us. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Now, the body of Messiah has been given the place and the position through Yeshua's new covenant Melchizedek ministry that we are kings and priests and firstborn before him. You see, the offer that was made to the children of Israel at Mount Sinai in Exodus in chapter 19 and verses 5 and 6, this offer was made. If you will obey my voice and keep my covenant, that means to follow my Torah, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, because the rest of the world is not seeking to follow after Yeshua's Torah. For all the earth is mine, and you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. And so the offer to the house of Jacob at Mount Sinai was to be a kingdom of priests. In other words, he was offering all 12 tribes, the entire nation of Israel. He wanted all of them to be Melchizedek priests before him. Well, did this come to pass? Did all 12 tribes become Melchizedek priests before him? 
The answer is no. And what prevented it from coming to pass? It was because the children of Israel built the golden calf and from building the golden calf, they showed themselves unfaithful to the one that gave them the Korah at Mount Sinai. That's Yeshua, the Messiah. He's the lawgiver. There's one lawgiver who is able to save. James chapter 4, verse 12, the one that saves is Yeshua. Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, you will call his name Yeshua, which means salvation, for he will save his people from their sins. And so from the unfaithfulness of the children of Israel at Mount Sinai when they built the golden calf, that's when what governed the children of Israel following the building of the golden calf was the Levitical priesthood. And so through their unfaithfulness in building the golden calf, they did not receive the offer of the entire nation being Melchizedek priests. In Yeshua shedding his blood and in bringing in the new or the renewed covenant, which is the Torah written upon our hearts by the Holy Spirit, that Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood ministry is to bring restoration and reconciliation to the nation of Israel, to the world, unto our Heavenly Father. And so the body of Messiah in Yeshua's new covenant family, the redeemed house of Jacob, Luke chapter 1 verse 33, that we've been given the authority to use his name. And so we've been given the place and the position as kings in the kingdom of God. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 12 it is written if we suffer we shall also reign with him. Revelation chapter 1 verse 6 he's made us kings and priests unto God and his father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Revelation chapter 5 verse 10 he's made us unto our God kings and priests and we will reign on the earth. So the body of Messiah is not only kings in the kingdom of God in the new covenant through Yeshua was Melchizedek priestly ministry, but we are also priests in the kingdom of God before him. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 5 and verse 9. You also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Yeshua HaMashiach. And you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Revelation chapter 5 verse 10. He's made us unto our God kings and priests and we will reign on the earth. And so then we want to see from Hebrews and chapter 12 and verse 23. We're going to read Hebrews chapter 12 verses 22 and 23. But you've come unto Mount Zion, into the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and congregation or body of firstborn. And so in the renewed covenant that Yeshua is the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. And that in receiving Yeshua as our Savior and Lord, he's given us the position in his kingdom of being kings, priests, and firstborns with him and to be a part of the government of his kingdom. And so this is something 
something that we could not have in the Levitical priesthood that came about from the sin of the golden calf at Mount Sinai. And so let's look at these additional points regarding what Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood does for the believer and the benefits it provides for the believer in Yeshua as the Messiah. Yeshua shed his blood outside the camp. Yeshua died once for all sinners in contrast to the Levitical priests that had to do the Yom Kippur ceremony every year to provide the covering of the sins of the children of Israel that needed to be done on a yearly basis. And then Yeshua in his new covenant Melchizedek priestly ministry he's made individual believers unto him kings priests and firstborn in other words we are in a Melchizedek priesthood government order in Yeshua. Yeshua is the Melchizedek priest of Melchizedek priests. Well that's going to conclude part 5 of the series on the subject the book of Hebrews Yeshua our Melchizedek priest. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.